You are listening to Time to Thrive Radio, Episode 23. Hello and welcome to Time to Thrive Radio, where work-life balance expert Barbara Jeannie shows you how to successfully thrive at home, at work, and in life. I am your host, Barbara Jeannie, and this is your time to thrive. This audio was pre-recorded on February 10th, 2020, as part of a video series. We hope you enjoy. Good morning today. Good morning, good morning, and happy Monday. It's Monday. It's cloudy and rainy in southeastern Pennsylvania. (laughs) What a surprise. Today, I just wanted to hop on here really quickly. And um, over the weekend, I had the pleasure of uh, being involved in a storytelling hour. And some of you may or may not know that uh, in a previous life, not so long ago, I ran uh, recreation programs for children with special needs, children with autism, children with sensory challenges. And it was called the Smart Kids Adaptive Yoga. And the word smart stood for stories, movement, and art. So a large part of the program that my daughter and I did, uh, it was a a summer recreation program, was based in storytelling. So this weekend kind of got me all excited again to tell stories. And I haven't told a story in a very long time. So I thought it might be fun today to start off your Monday with a story. So today... We are going to talk about elephants. Here's my little little blue elephant this morning. Okay, now you might think of, or you might be asking yourself, what the heck do elephants have to do with anything? So here's an elephant story that I'm going to tell you. So there was a young man who was walking down the road, and he came across a circus. And he noticed among all the tents and all the hustle and bustle that there were these large, beautiful elephants. And they were standing there on the grounds. And he noticed that they were just standing there, a rope tied around their leg, stuck to a little wooden stake in the ground. And he started to wonder What makes the elephants stay? Like, they're huge. They could run away anytime they wanted to, pull that stake out of the ground, and be gone. Why do they stay? So he saw a trainer standing there, and he asked the trainer, why, how do you keep the elephants from running away? There's no cages. There's no chains. Why do they stay? And the trainer said, from the time that the elephants are babies, they're little and that rope is enough to hold them when they're little with the stake in the ground. And as they grow, they don't realize that they could break away at any time. So they never try to leave. They just stay stuck with that little rope and that little stake to the ground. So imagine that. Imagine 
not knowing that you could break free at any moment, that it was just a tiny little rope with a tiny little stake in the ground holding you back. I think that a lot of us are the same way. We're like the elephants, okay? We, we don't know that we can break free from our little stake in the ground with our little rope, okay? You're, those, those ropes and those stakes in the ground are our limiting beliefs, okay? The belief that we can't do something. It makes us afraid to try. It makes us afraid to get away from things that don't serve us anymore because we believe that we are stuck there. We don't see that we are strong enough to pull that stake out and move to another area, move to somewhere else or try something new or um, create something different in our life. So are you stuck? This week, I want you to think about this. Are you stuck with someone else's stake in the ground or maybe with your own stake in the ground? Okay, your own limiting belief, something that maybe somebody told you when you were little or a belief that you developed because you didn't understand things when you were younger. And now that is your stake in the ground holding you stuck in one place where you can't move. Okay, so this week I want you to really think about that and contemplate that. What are your stakes in the ground? What's holding you back? What is preventing you from trying something new or having a new adventure or exploring? Okay, what is preventing you from succeeding at whatever it is that you're trying to do right now in your life? Okay, whether that's a belief that you've developed or a belief that somebody else has, has planted in you, okay, you can break free from it. Okay, you're big enough now. You're a grown-up, just like those adults are grown, full-grown ad uh, adult elephants. They can break free at any time, and so can you. Okay, so this week, I want you to be aware of how we set up false boundaries. And I talk about boundaries a lot, where you want to set up boundaries where people don't take advantage of you. But in this case, this is a false boundary. Okay, it's not true. It's not something that you need to allow to hold you back any longer, okay? So what are your false boundaries? I want you to get pen and paper and make a little list, okay? What are your false boundaries holding you back, your stakes in the ground, okay? That either you believe or that somebody else has told you you should believe, okay? So hopefully this short little story uh, illustrates to you maybe something that you hadn't noticed before or something that hadn't been brought to your attention. Okay. And that's what I would like to do on this Monday morning to get you started off into the week, uh, in the best way possible with the best attitude possible and, um, see how you can be more aware of those false boundaries that are, that are holding you. Uh, keeping you from trying new things, learning new things. Okay. So do me a favor, put a comment below. What do you think about this idea of elephants and how are you like the elephant in the story? So this was a pre-recorded uh, clip uh, audio from a uh, video series that I had done. And I want to elaborate a little bit on this idea and I'd like to start with a quote from Tony Robbins. And he says that it's not the events in our lives that shape us, but our beliefs as to what those events mean. 
Okay, so there is definitely a distinction. And again, it goes back to your thinking. Okay, uh, in the story, the elephant had an event that they were tied to a stake in the ground. Okay, and then the elephant formed a belief as to what that event meant. Okay, the belief being that the elephant was stuck there. Okay, much like human beings do. Okay, we form a belief about an event or about a person or about ourselves. And that is what begins to shape us. Okay. So let's, let's go back real quickly to what a belief actually is. Okay. A belief essentially is a uh, perception or a conclusion. And it is based on a memory of a past experience and your feelings about that memory. Okay. Again, we attach meaning and feelings to these events when really it's just an event. Okay. In another podcast, I talked about uh, failure. Okay. Failure is just an event, but we attach so much emotion to it that it makes us feel as though we are failures ourselves. Okay. This is what we're talking about. Okay. So a belief is based, it's a perception based on a memory that you had and your feeling about the memory. Okay. So when we attach to those memories, when we attach a feeling to them, this is what builds the foundation of our belief system. Okay. And this also starts to become uh, like our own little set of rules for how we view reality. Okay. And if you've ever um, had a, a political discussion or a religious discussion with someone maybe that you don't know, somebody you're not friendly with, you will know right away that people defend their beliefs to the death, okay? And, uh, I mean, wars are started over beliefs, okay? If you really think about it, not just arguments on Facebook, okay? A belief basically is an assumption about something, and it's not a fact, and I want you to really understand this and relate it back to this elephant story. Okay. The elephant thinks that it's stuck where it is, but that's not true. It's their belief. It's an assumption. Okay. And I know, okay. An elephant maybe doesn't have an intellect like a human does. All right. But I'm using this to illustrate the point. Okay. This is really important that we understand this and understand our own operating system. Okay. A belief which is based on the feeling that you have about a memory becomes an assumption, a conclusion or a perception. It's not a fact. Okay. Now we use these assumptions as uh, uh, like an anchor to explain the world around us. Okay. And this is why we are so attached to our beliefs. This is why our beliefs become our own set of rules and this is why people get so passionate and vehement and sometimes downright nasty if you challenge their beliefs, okay? And why we are so resistant when someone challenges our own beliefs, okay? And why does this happen? Because the belief is there. We form these beliefs to have more certainty about the future, about the unknown, okay? None of us like to go into the unknown, okay? And if you can think of a time where your future was unknown. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you lost a house. Uh, maybe you broke up with somebody that you cared about. Maybe somebody died. You know, it could be anything that 
challenges life as you know it. It upsets the balance. Okay. And you don't know what's going to happen. Our brains were wired this way. Okay. To feel safe. Our brains want us to feel safe. So when something disrupts that status quo and we go into the unknown and out of the known, this is what happens now. We, we form these own set of rules. We have our assumptions. We cling to our beliefs like a lifeline because we don't like to be pushed into the unknown. Okay. Humans have a basic need for certainty. Okay. Certainty uh, reduces our anxiety and our fear and it makes us feel safe and secure. Okay. So our beliefs begin to shape how we interact with the world, how we view the world. It shapes our decisions, our thoughts about our self image, our relationships, uh, and it can even influence your level of success. All right. In fact, 95% of all of our choices are determined by a belief that we have. Okay. Mostly a belief that this thing is going to somehow make my life better or this person is a threat to me or whatever it is, whatever the choice is that you're making, you deconstruct it back to a core belief that you hold to be true. Okay, now this is a very simplified version of how our beliefs are formed, but let's talk a little bit more about those limiting, those limiting beliefs. So beliefs form the core of who we are, and in order to achieve our goals, the goal must be in alignment with those beliefs, okay? It should be in alignment with um, some other things as well as uh, our basic human needs, our core values, uh, how we view ourselves, our life's purpose, or what we believe our life's purpose to be. But most importantly, if a goal doesn't align with what we believe, then this is not going to happen. The goal will not occur. Okay, limiting beliefs are the number one reason that most people can't move forward and reach their goals. Generally, it's not a matter of training, education, skill, none of that, okay? Uh, intelligence level, skill level, ability, it's not any of that. It comes down to a incongruency with what your goal is versus what your own belief system is, okay? Uh, if I don't believe that I can run track and I set a goal of being a great track star, then if I don't work on that belief that I'm not an athlete, I'm not athletic, I can't run, etc., uh, etc., et then I am not going to be able to run a marathon, okay, or run track, all right? So your goal has to be in alignment with what your beliefs are. If I have always been told uh, as a child that uh, I'm poor and money is only for rich people and uh, we can't have that because we don't have any money and there was this lack growing up and then I become an adult and I am told that I can make a six-figure business, I have to get rid of that money belief that I carry or I'm not going to make six figures. I'm not even going to make four figures. Okay, and this is what I see a lot that happens with a lot of people. 
they they get discouraged thinking that they don't have the ability and that's not true they need to work on the limiting belief because the belief is like an anchor it's like that stake in the ground holding that elephant back okay so limiting beliefs are the number one reason that most people uh, don't reach their goals okay uh, and many times we have trouble even realizing or being able to identify the limiting belief which is why this is something that we need to work on on a regular basis so the first step to overcoming challenges of not being able to reach a goal is to first identify your limiting belief and trust me it's not easy okay we have some deep programming that that is like a groove in your brain that happens for many, many, many years. And it's difficult to identify it because it's buried and find it and pull it up and look at it, but it's not impossible. Okay. So the first step in doing this is you have to really understand what you want. So you have to set a goal, whatever the goal is. Okay. Decide what it is that you want. Okay. Make a goal. Maybe it's a goal that you've been working on but you can't seem to, to get to where you need to get, okay, look a little deeper into that, okay? If you're not reaching a goal, and I've done this many, many, many times, and I continue to do it every day. If you're not reaching a goal or something doesn't seem to be working, instead of giving up on it, maybe take a deeper look before you throw in the towel, okay? See if there's a belief there around that or something that's stopping you, something that's, that's halting the process, Okay. Uh, ask yourself, what do I want? Ask yourself what the goals are to get there. What goals do you need to achieve to get to whatever it is that you want? What are the steps you need to take to reach that goal? And then most importantly, you want to ask yourself, why do I even want this? Okay. That's probably the most important question. Okay. Why? Because the more reasons that you have and the more passionate you are about your reasons why you want to reach this goal or why you want this this thing that you want okay the the more that your motivation goes up and the more that your energy level will go up and the more that you'll be committed to making that happen so don't skip over this step spend a little time on this and spend a little time journaling about your what you want the goals you need to achieve to get there and why you even want to get there in the first place. That's step one. So now the second part of this uh, is to, once you know what you want, you have to identify your beliefs and how useful the belief is. All right. And sometimes we are not really aware of what it is that we believe or even what beliefs are holding us back. Okay, so if a belief serves you, you can keep the belief, all right? Uh, that means if it's helping you to grow, if it's helping you to achieve your goals, then it is a useful belief, okay? For example, uh, I'm an excellent teacher. I am a good mother. I am a money magnet, okay? These are beliefs that are useful to you because they're helping you push to push you forward. They're helping to push you forward. Okay. Uh, I'm a great business owner. Uh, I'm creative. All right. These are helpful beliefs. Okay. Now, sometimes we're not aware of the limiting beliefs of the beliefs that are not helpful to us. So sometimes we have to really, really look for the signals and the clues. 
Okay. And a good way to be able to tell where the limiting beliefs are is to look at what your obstacles are. Okay. What are your obstacles? And how do you know this? Very, very simple to know what it is and you have to keep your awareness. Okay. Not necessarily simple to fix, but it's simple to identify. Okay. What are your bad habits? There's probably a limiting belief in there. What are you making excuses about or procrastinating about? There's probably a limiting belief in there. What are you complaining about? What are you thinking negatively about? What are you jumping to conclusions about without facts? Those point to your limited beliefs. Okay, what are your fears? Maybe you haven't expressed them, but deep down, what are your fears inside? What are you afraid of failing at? What are you afraid of failing so much that you don't even start? Uh, are you engaging in perfectionism? Okay, here is where we start to identify what limiting beliefs are causing that perfectionism or that fear. Okay, what do you worry about? What are you resistant to or what are you avoiding? That all points to a limiting belief. Okay, so all of these thoughts and behaviors are indicators that there is a underlying limited belief, even if you're not aware of what that belief is, okay? Uh, but it's telling you something. It's telling you that you're holding a limiting belief that is no longer serving you. And this could be about a person, a place, a thing, an event, okay? The limited belief could be about anything. It could be about yourself, okay? So how you begin to deconstruct this is to start asking yourself questions, until you uncover what the core belief is that is causing you to procrastinate or complain or make excuses, okay? Now, this takes practice, all right? But if you do it a little bit every day and work on it, it becomes a habit where you'll catch yourself thinking negatively about something and automatically you'll go, okay, what is causing me to be negative about this? What is the resistance, and what is a belief that is causing that resistance, okay? So just start asking yourself a series of questions. Uh, you want to ask yourself, what, what is the resistance that I have to this, whatever it is, the goal, the action, uh, this solution, um, what is holding you back? And then ask yourself, is, is what's holding me back true is it a real thing or is it just my belief about that thing that's holding me back? Okay. And here's where you start to really, really dig deep. Okay. Uh, what, what, what is in it for me to, to keep believing this? Okay. Why, why do I believe this? Okay. When did I start believing this? Okay. Uh, you know, why, you know, why, why am I, why am I going through this process? Why am I uh, forming this belief? Why am I so stuck on this belief? Okay. And what do I need to believe to overcome this and reach this goal? Okay. And then once you get down to that, once you deconstruct all this, ask yourself all these questions and you figure out what the limiting belief is, or you know what it probably is, then you have to ask yourself, what do I need to believe to be able to overcome whatever the obstacle is and reach whatever the goal is, okay? And then you have to 
believe that. You have to get yourself to believe that. You have to form a new belief. If your belief is that you're broke all the time or you can't hold on to money or you can't build a business or you can't cook or you're a terrible mother or whatever it is, whatever the belief is, you have to flip that around. Okay? Now, I'm not a terrible mother. That's just a belief that I've developed over time because of A, B, C, D. Okay? It's not true. Okay, I am a good mother because I do DEFG. Okay, this is how you start to do a different type of self talk. And this is how you start to change what the limiting belief is. Okay, just like that elephant. Okay, if somebody showed that elephant that they could pull that stake out and run away at any moment, that elephant would do it. Okay, so you need to do a little bit of reprogramming and you need to do this on a regular basis. Because it will work over time. Just like that bad programming has worked to hold you back, the better programming, letting go of limiting beliefs and replacing them with a more empowering belief will also work over time. But you need to practice and you need to commit to it every day. So now part three of this, or step three, is to actually let the belief go. And I apologize, you might hear some hammering. I have roofers here and they are right outside of my office right now. <laughs> okay, so part three is to let the belief go. Okay, sometimes it's extremely difficult because of the emotion that we have attached to the belief. Um, and it's basically because of fear of the unknown. Okay, we talked about that a few minutes ago. Okay, I want to just stop a minute and say this. Beliefs are not good nor bad, okay? They're neutral. They're not they're not good or bad. They're more helpful or unhelpful. Okay, so I want you to start looking at your beliefs in terms of is this helping me or is it hindering me? Okay, and the second thing is is that your limiting beliefs do serve a purpose. Okay, they're they're protecting you from the unknown or from some form of uh, physical, mental, or emotional pain, or at least that's what your brain thinks. Okay. So the limiting beliefs do serve a purpose, but just because it may have served a purpose in the past doesn't mean that it does now. Okay. So if it's no longer needed and if it's holding you back from what you want to do in the here and now and in your future, then it is definitely time to let it go. All right. And again, not easy, but not impossible. It just takes a little bit of dedication. Okay. And how do you do this? What you need to do is you need to begin to see, understand, and then tell yourself that this belief doesn't lend anything to your life anymore. It's just not useful. It has no value and it has no power over you anymore. Okay. And this is a thing that you have to do every day. You have to take your negative self-talk and start talking on a more positive vein. Okay. Um, we're not necessarily positive per se, but just to start to overcome, identify these limited beliefs, expose them for what they are. They're frauds, they're lies. <laughs> they're not true. They're assumptions and you can replace them with other different ideas. Okay. And again, start asking yourself questions. All right. Ask yourself, what value does this limiting belief have for me? What is it giving to my life? How is it helping me to have a better life? How is it helping me be happier? How is it helping me be more successful? Okay. And once you figure this out and you decide to let it go, 
You can either just let it go and move on, or you can replace it with a more useful belief. Okay. So now let's back up a second. And what if your belief is not based in an assumption, but it is based in some sort of actual fact? Okay. Uh, for example, like a, there's a physical obstacle in your, in your path, preventing you from your goal. Um, let me give you a illustration of this. Let's say you were going on vacation and you get in the car and you start driving and then you get a flat, you get a flat tire. All right. Now that's not your belief stopping you from going on vacation. That is a flat tire stopping you from going on vacation. Okay. So this is what we're talking about. There's, you know, maybe a fear that you're going to get a flat tire and not be able to go on vacation. That could be based in truth, because it could happen, mechanical uh, failures occur, okay? However, even though the tire, flat tire is something you might not have any control over, if you do get a flat tire and then you go in your head and you start getting stressed and anxious that you uh, or, you know, roadside assistant will never be able to fix a tire, that's it. I have to cancel my trip. This is why I can't go on vacation. Okay. You, you need to stop yourself because there could be some underlying limited beliefs under all of that. Okay. And this is, again, the resistance, the procrastination, the defensiveness. Those are your clues that there's a limited belief. Okay. Under, underneath all of the emotion. Okay. And once you calm down and express it, you got to take out a pen and paper and you got to start writing and asking yourself those questions. Okay. Why did I react this way? Why was I resistant to it? Um, you know, why was I being negative? Why was I procrastinating? Why was I resisting? Okay. And just keep asking yourself all of these questions. Okay. Uh, so I hope that this has been helpful, uh, so that you can start to identify your limiting beliefs with the intent to change them, to challenge them and to change them. Okay. And I, I think what we're going to do is maybe in the next podcast next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, uh, because this is a topic that does come up a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about how to take the limiting beliefs now that you've pulled some of them out and identified them and how to transform them into some more useful and more empowering ones. What limiting beliefs are holding you back, whether they are from childhood or something that you've developed uh, over time as an adult, and what you can do today to pull that stake out of the ground, break free from that rope, and move forward in life. Thank you for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed this. Please continue the conversation with us in our growing Facebook group. The link is below. Hope to see you there.